Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. And join us as we talk about Horizon Zero Dawn, the first game I've consciously played that had a uh, narrative paramedic action going on it. You're you're consciously aware of. Consciously aware of it. Narrative paramedia. Yes. I'm sure that's not the right paramedia. No. Paramedication. Paramedication, maybe. There you go. I'm convinced. Yeah. Yeah. the, uh, The more... The more I hear the people talk and their their stories and how it's constructed, the more I'm like, you guys are just hamstringing. Like, we want to make something. I I think they came up with a fantastic idea. Yeah. Like, it's in the future and the world's collapsed and everyone's gone back to primitive. Yeah. And they keep finding relics and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, the actual – so the overart, like the theme, I think it's really well developed. It's fine. I love the theme. But the individual actual – yeah. Like, uh, so we did this, this um, war hunting party yes. quest yep. that we're on at the moment. Um, the war chief and or just the whole interactions are just so hemmed together and brittle. Like yeah. a, a few things that I picked up that I can remember. There's more than this, but I don't want to like nitpick everything that she says in it. But I feel like every time I talk with her, she makes a whole bunch of inconsistent statements where I'm like, that doesn't oh, make okay. sense. So like she talks, she refers to you as the seeker. To which I don't think she knows that you're the seeker. Oh, no, you've got a mark. I've, I've not yet to see it, but you've been given a physical mark of the seeker. So this young girl who's an outcast who just won a proving rocks up to you with a seeker mark and you take that as face value as the war chief? Well, that's that's how they that's how the Nora will mm. work. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So after you take out that first camp, yep. her son rocks up. Yep. How would a son rock up? He doesn't – nobody knows where they are. Yeah. Oh, wait. You had to he go and find them. very conveniently says, you sent that runner to find me at the gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To which I'm like, if you had a runner, why not send him after you get attacked to let everyone know where you are for a start? Yeah. Second, hey, boy, don't just come by yourself. Bring other people. Your war party is attacked and they need help. Don't just come by yourself. Like, it's just this um, – anyway, and – they go on from there, and you in the next part, you've got to go take out the stadium. Yep. Right? You don't tell them what your plan is at all. Well, so she the, can't tell them how she found out. That's what I figured. But the what she doesn't ask, like, how do you know that you can blow a hole in it? <coughs> oh, that seems yeah. like an unlikely thing for this person to do. And I've got to take on this stadium. I might want to know what, what they're my, planning on doing. Plan, like just yeah, even, that's true. Like anything. I didn't even pick that up, but that's a very valid point. Well, I'm, I'm being very critical on like yeah. everything that she says because everything I'm finding is just annoying me. And I'm like, like, you're the war chief. You don't just take this. At face value. At face, I mean, yeah. the, the whole thing about this, I mean, I guess because you're a seeker, you maybe just abdicate some responsibility, but I find it hard to believe, you know. Yeah, the war chief. And then the going quest, out to revenge the village. It's my plan. Avenge. Yes. Yeah, maybe she's angry with rage, but I feel like it's a really poor quality in a war chief. The other guy, the war chief that got replaced by her feels like the type of person that would just charge him with that. She's supposed to be smart and a really good war chief, so you'd want to, like, have some details. Not send your only son in with someone who has a vague idea of a notion of a plan to blow a hole in it. And then it makes you follow him into the stadium. Yeah, yeah, it's my yeah. plan. I know yeah, what's going on. Following him? I'm not even going to tell him what the plan is, even though he's coming in there with me. Yeah. Hey, dude, be careful. We're going to blow up a shitload of uh, explosive Blaze. stuff. Yeah. Be careful. You know, yeah. no, don't give him any heads up. Make him find out after yeah. I'm already letting him on fire. Here, have this I'm torch. Just anyway, I just like this is just. 
I don't, I think what's getting me is I don't normally notice this sort of stuff in stories if it's there, but this one, it's just from the very beginning of the really tropey characters that just aren't very convincing. Yeah. It's just setting me up. The one, there was one girl though um, in the Hunter's Village that I went to, it's sort of a bit of a side quest. Mm-hmm. Um, she won her proving on her year and she's taken on this uh, the job of being the, the chief of this village, yeah. which is pretty risky and is very much trying to prove herself live up to the old Nora yeah. values. Posting. Yeah. Very convincing. The way her story was told, the voice yeah, acting was, was good. Like I felt like, oh, this character is a tropey, a young person trying to prove themselves, you know, but done in a way that was very convincing. So I'm like, it's there. You can do it. Do this yeah. with the other characters, yeah. please, because I really like this one. And it stood out as like, oh, yeah, I get you. I understand your motivations. I, You know, you got to be careful because legends aren't really that true. The Nora probably weren't as brave as what you think they were. But, yeah, yeah. you know, that's, a, that's cool. I enjoyed that. Uh, so... Yeah, have you have done you, have you done the Aaron Sanctuary, uh, where you've got to go and rescue the two guys that are lost in the ruins? I don't think that so. dialogue is completely broken. I did it six times because really? I couldn't work out what the dialogue was doing. Oh, okay. So Let's I was go. annoyed. I was annoyed. Firstly, this is the this is the one that made me realize I had to use all the tools at my disposal. I was annoyed. Firstly, there's two sawtooths inside a ruin with the two guys up above them. So it's almost impossible to stealth kill. And they're both the sawtooths, I'm at the point where the sawtooths have armor over their blaze canisters now. Yeah, yeah. And sawtooths seem to be really, really good at finding where you're hiding. Incredibly good. Mm. Like you can be on the other side of a building in the exact opposite direction to which you fired your bow and they managed to find you. Mm. So I got really annoyed at that because I died many times and then I thought I should have just been using blast trip casters and Mm. all that and then it would have been easy because they're trapped in this little square. But anyway, so you do that, you kill them, and then you got to search around the ruins, and then uh, the guys up there say, "Oh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna tell anyone about us, uh, about me or us, because there's two of them. You can see there's two of them." And then she says, "Oh no, I'm not. Well, I haven't told your friend anyway." I'm going, "Why well, have I missed someone? Is that, am I supposed to have found someone else?" So I went back and walked around, and no, I did it about four times. Trying to work out what was going on, why the dialogue sounded so janky. Yeah. And then it turns out it's just the dialogue it's is badly janky. written and janky. So yeah, it was that was yeah. re- that was really poor. I'll pay, actually, I'll pay attention when I get to that one and see if I Yeah, it totally broke me out of the game. And yeah. I thought that what she just said doesn't make any sense for what I've just been doing. And that's how I felt about the war chief. I feel like everything <coughs> she says is just like, you're not a war chief, you're just there to facilitate our protagonist's yeah. you know, journey, you know, kind of thing. Which they all are there to do that, but Try to make as if they actually yeah, are yeah. like a serious Fight, veteran a of more. fighting who are uncanny. Even the way she lets you go and take charge on that first point at um the first cape you go and take out. Yeah, it's yeah. like walk up here. Oh yeah, you go take point, no problems. Yeah. Just just go for it. You know, yeah. you're untrusted secret, never met for my entire life, and yeah. just go forth and whatever. Uh so on those bandit camps though, they are fun to clear. Yes. Like um with the three that you got to take out before you get to the stadium, it was cool to be because you know I'm not a huge stealther, mm. but I like that the stealth allows you to do an ambush, yeah, which is great. So my my strategy was kind of like um, take out one or two of the guards on the periphery, yep. get up close so I could make a sort of see where the um that trap uh, the, the, the alarm, the alarm yep. was, and then like start launching fire arrows, blow up the canisters, take out and just make a beeline for that, take yeah. it out, and then just let mayhem 
ensue. Yeah. You know, and that was great fun because all the Nora, I didn't expect yeah, them pop to up. pop up. And they make a credible showing of themselves. Yeah, they I didn't. Do. I, I probably still bagged the most kills. Yeah. But it didn't feel like they weren't doing a job and no, they were just yeah. periphery on the outside. Yeah, you'd find were, someone you've never seen before and they've only got a sliver of health left. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, like um, they did a good job. So that was the thing about the three camps. They acquit really themselves satisfying. amicably. Sorry? They acquit themselves amicably. Absolutely. And yeah. so many of these games, like they sort of all, they just sort of, they pretend Don't to fight yeah. and then you've got to go around and actually kill everything, which is yeah, really, you still got to do all the work. Enjoy. Like yeah. I want to have to fight them for the kills because they're doing what they're yeah. supposed to do. And there's enough people in the camp. Because when I when I first targeted them off, I'm like, this is a small camp and there's like eight or nine people in there. Yeah. That's not going to be easy. Um, but when they all started attacking, I'm like, oh, this is great. Just go around, take them from behind, yep. shooting those, I like how I saying the, the fires on pack for the people with the backpacks. Oh, on. yeah. They're great. And he's yep. like, God, oh, it's flaming on the back. And just, yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, I stealth killed all of them. Yeah, you just... I stealth killed my way through all three of those camps. Wow, so you were able to, like, just pick them off without them finding the bodies and stuff like yeah. that? That's awesome. I'm glad no, you well, no, that. I would often find a really good spot Yeah. and kill someone on purpose yep. when they got into that really good spot. And then the others would go, oh, someone's oh. been attacking us. And they'd stand there and look at them, and then I'd kill them as well. And then someone else would come around, oh, what's going on? And kill them as well. I had, like, three or four bodies piled up in one spot. Nice. And then once you did that, it was easy enough to pick off the rest. Yep. Because yep. there's only a couple in each camp that were actually moving around. The rest were all static. Yeah, yeah. So as right. long yep. as you've got those couple to get to the spot where it was easy to kill them, mm. they all didn't tend to stop when they saw the dead body. Which meant I've already drawn my bow and I've aimed at their head. As soon as they stop, I just let go. Yep. And then they go, oh, here's someone. That whole, uh, the alert mechanic that they've got, the way they kind of go, I'm alerted, I'm getting more concerned now. Oh, that's it. I've seen you. It's a great, just makes for this type of scenarios where you can do that kind of stuff. And I could take out a few guys, create distractions and get in amongst them before they really know what's going on. It kind of feels like. A surprise attack. I like, like the human ambushed. fighting. I really like the human fighting. I hate the machine fighting. Uh, well, it's different. Different. You got to use different tactics for both. Completely different tactics. Yeah. Uh, so I actually use traps. Yeah. Like I never use traps in any game that I ever play because you got to like do too yeah. much like setting up. But I'm yeah. like clearing out one of these corrupted zones. Yes. You're actually kind of tough. Those creatures are tougher, and yes. dealing with the corruption is. I really need some armor that has corruption. Yeah, you can't sneak up behind them because you go. Uh, 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 yeah. As you're trying to sneak up behind them. them. So there was like this house and the house was kind of close to like a little cliff yep. kind of thing, an escarpment. And so I laid um, electricity traps, yep. like four of them around the house. Yep. And then I stuck around this side, killed the one over here and his mate came around and hit yep. the traps. I ran over and took him out and the guy came out of the house and hit the trap that side. Yep. Took him out and just sort of went backwards and forwards, cutting them around the house, making yep. them run into the traps. And I'm like, that was very satisfying. Yes. Uh, so using the traps was um, has been even with the sawtooths. I like set a few fire traps up and put a few trip casters down, and then start leading them into the different traps and taking them yeah. out. And they go down much easier. Yeah, it should be easy to get to their blaze canister. The blaze canister is already incredibly hard to hit. And Why then didn't you, you just put open armor up with in front the, of it? Um, yeah, the tear caster, the tear, yeah, whatever the tear bow, the armor off it and, does, but yeah. then they're alerted and you cannot hit that canister once they're fighting you. Well, that's why you've got to like stun them and put them in ropes and things so you have a Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm it. saying. I yeah. have to use all my different. You really so got to, well, then I, I like found that. the yeah. the um, 
the assassin machine, whatever it's called. The oh, that one completely blindsided me. I did not see like whatever we're, what situation I was in. I wasn't expecting to be in combat, and then all of a sudden I was being hit by something that I couldn't, couldn't see. see. Yeah, and I was like, "What is going on?" And here? so that I learned the value of the rope caster with that guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, except yeah. I was super annoyed. Yeah, um, I rope casted him, and so he three directions. So it could only go in one direction, which was unfortunately towards me. And I was swapping my weapon from the rope caster to the bow. Mm. And at that point, he just decided to charge at me while I'm in the weapon wheel. Ooh, yeah. And I'd say instant death, instant kill. Right. So I should have been standing on the other side of him. So he couldn't do that. He had turned around. I didn't know he was going to do that, of course. But yeah, that annoyed Mm. me that if I'd had a D-pad weapon control... I would have already had my weapon ready because you have to hold the trigger and then spin the wheel and then yeah, let it go yeah, and yeah. draw the bow. He killed me. I was very annoyed. But that was good. The rope caster was worked really, really well. Yep, yep. The I- only thing that I really don't like is that I feel as powerful against the machines at level 20 that I did at level 4. Well, oh, because I keep scaling up with you, King. Oh, yeah, I don't like yeah. that. I should be... They should have just put new machines in. So the old machines, you know how to fight, you can fight them really easily. Yep. But, but yeah, I don't I don't feel well. any str- – the only ones I feel confident fighting are those watchers. They're the only ones that I feel confident fighting. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. else manages to mess me up because you can't go toe-to-toe with them. You cannot go toe-to-toe with the machines. What do you mean, go toe-to-toe? Well, you can't fight in melee combat with the machines. Depends on which ones. The well, yeah, of course it depends on which ones. ones. I don't fight melee because you can't get close enough because they just fight. The bellow you. fire bellow backs and the and the fro- and the freezing ones as frost well. bellow backs. Yeah, uh, they they I still have trouble with, but sawtooths I mostly kill with trip casters and melee, uh, scavengers ambush melee attack. Oh yeah, I just, and I just stealth kill all of those things. Watches um, any of the grazer ones just go up and hit them in the face. Uh, maybe you try to get them in a group of three if you can because he takes all three of them at once and you take yeah. three. Um, yeah, the Bella casters definitely can trip them up and then run in and melee. But just, most of my I, stuff, I don't use the bow. I just all find that it much. really strange that it's clearly a stealth combat game, but they've given you very little to, to deal with them once you've broken stealth. Yeah, there's not a lot you can do except die or completely run away from them, and and it's very hard to run away from some of the machines because you need to be able to looking at the machine while you're running away from it to know what it's doing. Yeah, there's and a bit of that. You're trying to spin the camera around while you're running away from the machine, not running to ruins or rubble or something. Yeah, I've got annoyed many times with that. I usually do a like a. I just combat running. roll everywhere, but you don't. You well, can't get away fast enough often with the combat rolls. And so many times I've combat rolled into where it lands ah. when it pounces on me, which annoys yeah. me. You've always got a combat roll on a. I zigzag. Yeah, I just combat roll zigzag. Yeah. Well, I don't have zigzag. I would. Go even just one direction might even be better than no, because exactly. then you pounce. They pounce in front of you, and you land where they when they land. You roll into where they land. Yeah, you got to time your rolls well as well. You got to wait for the no. Sound. I just roll constantly. Yeah, that's probably part of. You got to wait for them to because they make a sound that they're locked on, and that's where they're going to pounce to you. So that's when you got to dodge, not before. Otherwise, yeah, which they, is fine if there's one, but if there's two, no, well, you got. That's where you got to stop them. Those two sawtooths. The amount of times I would. Get away from one, yeah. just to run straight into the other one. It annoyed me so much. Are, are tough, are very tough. And that giant rooster that ticked me off as well. Ah, uh, the long, long, legs? long, long legs. Yeah, that was annoying. With the, that was like there's a the caravan. Caravan that got yeah. ambushed. Yeah, he wasn't. 
easy, but I'm still fine. I because I've gone so with my points, I'm definitely all in mostly in the middle. Yeah, see, I put everything section. I put everything into the melee weapons. Thinking that that was a viable option, it's not a viable option. Well, I don't know, man. That's what I'm doing. <coughs> like ninety percent, it's always an ambush. So I always try to get, I always try to attack from stealth so I can get at least one good hit in. Yeah, particularly with the um, I can't remember, I can't remember the damn arrow name with knocks off the armor pieces. Tear the tear one, something. Particularly for the crab ones that have the uh, the, the shell shields backs. and stuff. So do one of those. Oh knock, yeah, knock yeah, the yeah. You mess up off. the shellbacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then just a lot of. Rolling, dodging. So when I'm running away, they pick I'm... their cargo crates back up too if you leave them for long enough. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. So if you got three that. or four of them, you knock you knock the cargo crates off the ones that you're not going to yeah. fight. And as long as they don't see, as long as they don't go exclamation mark, they go back and pick up their canisters and put them back on their back Fantastic. again. Fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. They're, they're easy to kill if you can get up somewhere high, but they can't get to you. Yes. In fact, anything's easy to kill yeah. if you can get up high enough yeah. and shoot down at them. Yeah. Um, but they all miraculously see you instantly if you're not. Yeah. Even though it doesn't matter because they, they can't get you, so you just sit down and just keep firing arrows uh, until they're the, dead. Um, the more that you get, they can shoot back at you. Uh, yeah. More and more and more of them, my flank can now shoot at me. I find though, if you only, as long as you've got at least like half cover, you can take a step back and it goes over your head. Yeah. So they go back a bit and just you know keep moving back and forwards at the top of the ridge. But like when I'm running away, to keep an eye on them, usually run forwards. Roll to the left, spin the camera around, see where they are, yeah, and that's then keep running. A good idea. It, so, but it's not exactly the most easy maneuver. It's hard to sort of spin around and then try to sight them. Yeah. And go, oh, you're there. I normally killed them all. The problem is, I'm normally killing them all from stealth, so I don't have to develop those skills. That's because I'm yeah. normally succeeding. It's not the same. It's definitely not the same game. That's the problem with stealth. I find <laughs> with like most things, as soon as you break or you mess up, like you yeah. miss a shot. Stealth's out the window. Your yeah. whole strategy is gone. gone. Now you're yeah. into combat, so I'd yeah. rather just spec for that scenario. Yeah. And if I can get a couple of kills in stealth, that's, that's cool a bonus kind of thing. So yeah, I do. I do like. I treat it more like it's an ambushing game. Yeah. Like you set up traps, get your opening volley off where they're not yeah. realizing it, and then it's just and it does kind of teach attack. you that at the start of the game that that's how you're supposed to play it. Yeah. I just yeah. find that some of the setups, like it's the scripted encounters, I'm having trouble with. That they set them up intentionally for it to be really hard yeah. for you to play it the way you've been playing it in the open world part. That's the problem with the scripted thing versus just having it all kind yeah. of open up and And you haven't you have you done the cauldron? The first cauldron? Done the first cauldron, yes. I, want to I talk had about a that. massive problem with the first cauldron. Oh. Absolutely massive problem with that. All right, just one second before we go on to the cauldron. Um you've lost where your you've got, no, no, yeah, I just wanted to ask you what um equipment you're rolling with because you're like level 20 it seems like i'm level 20 okay yeah. i'm level 19 so i'm about half, about three quarters of a level off yeah. 20 i've got um some purple protector armor it was like a thousand shards to yeah, buy yeah i haven't bought any of the armor see i bought i bought that one that's helping me out with the melee yeah i'm considering well. buying i did i didn't need it before but now i'm Feeling I'm needing it, and there's of course a, there's no a bit of a step up. shopkeepers around anywhere for me to buy it from. Just travel back to them at the camp. Yeah, You've got I like know. 13 travel kits. I haven't made a single one 36. yet. 36. Oh god, just fast travel back and go to the vendor. God, I've got a um a blue high precision bow. I got yeah, blue. I've got everything. I've got blue. blue and the trip except blue, for the rope caster. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. I'm just curious to see where you're yeah. at, kind of progression before we talk about the cauldron. Yeah. Yeah. So, firstly, when I was playing the cauldron, I thought this is what Andromeda should have done with uh, their version of the cauldron. 
Well, isn't it? That's kind of what it reminded me of. Like, I thought what, they what, did it much better. I thought this game does it much better than Mass Effect. Well, it's certainly more. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it, it's probably a better example. Like, I think it's like a, as a linear dungeon. Yeah, like with a bit of a platforming kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. So yeah, yeah and it probably, looks and feels like you're inside the guts of a machine that builds other machines. Oh, vaguely. I don't know. That's part I didn't really like about it, to be honest. It didn't okay. feel like a real factory. It felt like a construct. No, I guess. Kind of thing. I, that didn't feel like an actual factory. But that's true. They did have a lot of like. I did enjoy the scenery of like the way the machines grab the carts and move them around, yeah. and the you know all that stuff was all really good. I just, I guess, what what I from an exploration point, they should have been putting you? bits together onto a machine. Well. Yeah, it could have been more constructory like, more yeah. you know. But you know, it's future tech, and maybe they do it differently. Like we didn't need to see. I, I wish I would have seen a an actual robot being built. built. The one that was yeah. Bella Files was there was kind of already built. Yeah. It wasn't sort of being made. Uh, but like, say, like with with like Fallout, when you explore a factory, it is a factory that someone has then repurposed as something else, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So it. When you walk through, you're like, "Oh, look! And this it's is clearly like, a factory." Factory, but yeah, this was true. more like, "Okay, this is definitely a, a linear dungeon." This is a science fiction thing. I can't just go anywhere in the yeah. in the factory to see, or I can't get to a certain place because it's been yeah destroyed or something like that. Yeah. You know, so I was or kind of like, "Ah, uh, it doesn't. It's not. This game's not really scratching my exploration itch like that no, kind of thing. Not at all. I not like that. For example, the first ruins you go into and you're kind of walking to sleeping quarters and yeah. things, that felt like it was a real space that I was really exploring. exploring. This feels yeah. more like... It's, it's a linear dungeon. dungeon you know, kind of, but you, know, you got it. Yeah, I just thought it yeah. felt... I thought it felt much better than the Mass Effect. It felt more all like... Um, Whatever that book. I can't remember what it was The called, Mass Effect yeah. ones were more abstract as well. Like they really didn't feel like... Even it was made by an alien race. Yeah, it didn't feel like it had a purpose. Just felt really random yeah. and just kind of bits and pieces slapped together. Yeah. This one at least did. It had factory lines. It had cut yeah. things going other places. You know, it kind of if anything, it reminded me more of um, the uh, factories um, in Half Life Two. That the uh, I can't remember the bad guys' names in Half Life Two. Oh my god, what's wrong with me? The combine, the combine what? factories in that where you had like these. Pods that got shuffled around through different parts of the things, and you saw part like units leaving and parts of units sort of heading off, kind of yeah. thing. But kind of still not like a human factory, but like an alien factory yeah. kind of thing. So more like that sort of thing. I, I would say it's more like, which yeah. is still satisfying. Yeah. So what was your what did you what was your so bear with the I've found fire bellow backs in the field, and they're level eighteen, and I was nowhere near level eighteen, so I left them alone. Yeah. I go to the level eight cauldron. Yeah. Quest level eight yeah, yeah. cauldron at level 20. You were level 20. Absolutely breeze through to the end. No problems. Watch is dead. One arrow to the eye. No watches. Lots of comments about can't let you raise your alarm. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Get to the final area. Two more watches. Okay, kill them. No problem at all. There's a force field that zaps you and nearly kills you. Okay, I made that mistake once. I can live with that. A watcher died right on the force field, and I, I went to pick up yeah. the watcher like four times before you. I realized that That's this is not going to happen. On. Yeah. <laughs> so go and loot all the containers, everything. Yeah. Okay, well, now what do I have to do? Okay, I have to climb up on this thing. Okay, yeah. that's all right. I can shoot it from up here. No. The thing drops down. 
nowhere to stealth, absolutely nowhere to stealth, mm. no chance of stealth, fighting a monster that I've never fought before, giving me no advice on how to fight the thing. Yeah. And it it destroys a level 20 character with one attack and then anything else. So mm. 90% of my health has gone from one attack yeah. and then anything else. I'm thinking this is a level 8 dungeon. So either that's wrong, it's not a level 8 dungeon, so don't tell me it's a level 8 dungeon. Yeah. And certainly don't give me level 8 dungeon rewards. So I still haven't beaten that fire bellow back. Oh, really? Be- God. This is just been- I'm just super. And I put So I put um, fire-resistant armor on, put fire-resistant moat weaves into it until just managed to get two each instead of one each. See, this is why I wanted to ask you what gear you had when you went into this. Yeah, I but I need it. to drink the fire-resistance potion. Oh, there's a fire-resistance potion. Yeah, yeah. but... Of course, I've now researched the fire pillar back a bit more now, and they're very easy to kill. Oh, really? What's the what's the, what's the trick? Well, they're vulnerable to freeze is the I first thing. Freeze stuff, yeah. And the other thing is, so I set up, I so I learned my lesson from the sawtooth, and I set up a whole bunch of traps oh, all I around set the room. Up traps that would have been so much easier. I set up a whole bunch of traps all around the room, so that I didn't even I didn't even see the watchers. Yeah. So I thought maybe what I was supposed to do was override the watchers and get the watchers to fight it. But you of course, can't do it that because you can't stealth. Well, no, you just got to knock them over, then you can override them. Oh, but of yeah. course, the yeah. fire bell back then shoots you while you're overriding mm. thing. So no, you can't override the watch. So then yeah. I put traps everywhere, like lots, sixteen traps, and every trip caster piece of ammunition I had. Yeah, and that killed all the watches. But the fire bell back still going, no problem. Doesn't care. Not set on fire. Doesn't blow up his blaze canisters. Nothing. So that super annoyed me. So yeah, apparently you've got. You can freeze him, and he's super vulnerable to freeze. And then you just shoot his back. You shoot his back because you can't get to his gullet when he's stunned. Or f- freeze doubles quadruples the damage or something. So I first I tried to stun him, but then of course he lands on his side, and you can't shoot his gullet. You can only shoot the canister on his back. Mm. But I wasn't doing enough damage on my arrows to do anything to it mm. but apparently you freeze him mm. then you shoot his back with fire arrows and his back blows up and takes off over 50% of his hit points mm. and he can't use fire anymore then you just got to dodge roll away from him yep yep so okay. there's a specific strategy to fight him which if you fought them in the field you would know yeah but I hadn't fought any in the field so I didn't know that that was a strategy so I would have much appreciate much more appreciated the game if they did what they did at the start mm. and they introduced you to each new machine and teach you how to fight each new machine and done that the whole way through and then given you boss versions of them after you've already learned how to fight them, make it a little bit harder. Okay, so it's already hard because you're in a very restricted physical space yeah, with nowhere to stealth and no cover to get away from anything. And they are not easy to beat. Like I, mean, I was all the same things. I was level 15 when I went in there yeah, um, and I barely got out with my life. I had full health. Potions, I went through all my potions. I didn't yeah. use any potions before, but I used up all my potions, yeah. all my health pouch, and came out with like a quarter or a half health left. It was a tight run. Well, my thing. problem was I didn't even have enough time to do that. He did so much damage to me, I didn't even have time to do I that. I wonder if – I don't know if I had my, my – well, see, my armor's all melee damage resist, not fire resist. Yeah, so I may no. have had a mod that might have had fire resistance. Yeah. I'm not – I couldn't tell you now. So but that yeah. – that- Single choice by the game developers alone has made me drop this game by at least two points. So if it was an eight, it's now a six. Well, it's certainly if it's a level. When I play through, I'm like, this is really hard. I don't they know shouldn't have said it's a level eight quest. But um, now I'm thinking, did it scale with our level? Because if I did it at fifteen and beat it, you did it at twenty when you beat it. 
like it should. I haven't beaten it yet. Well, will, I mean, I'll beat it, it now that I know how to fight the beat thing. Them, but like that suggests to me that it's scaling with your level. So it's not really a level eight dungeon. It's just whatever level you're currently. It opens at eight and yeah. then it just scales. So whatever. that shouldn't say because it was a dungeon. Although you said it was easy, I had a tough time through most of it beating that. Um, well, that was the first time I ever seen a um, a shellback. As well, oh, okay. So I, I've no. had to fight him for the first see, time. See, I found well. shellbacks in the field, and yeah. there was lots of stealth there, so I gave him a go. Because you don't see them until you move to the next area. See, if you go like what I did, went straight to the cauldron. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I yeah. want to see some more because, like, I'm dying to see more future stuff. I'm like, yeah. I'm going straight there. Yeah, okay. I, did the, I did the caravan first. Yeah, because that's in the same area. Because I found that by mistake while I was yeah. trying to heal, get a, get a bunch of. That's half his game, man. Is me going around filling up my healing pass to do something. Getting distracted by other things, losing all your health, losing my health, and then I mean, some repeat yeah. again and again. Yeah, which I don't mind. I think that's great. It's a good mechanic. Yeah. I like the healing mechanic. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that you got instant heal with the potions, and then you got this heal over time with the yeah. pouch. Yeah, love that. Yeah, that shellback would have been tough if you didn't know how to fight him. I knew how to fight him. It was just kill me once. Yeah, and then I had a bit of a handle on what his abilities were. And tear blast—that's what they're called. Tear blast. tear blast arrows. Yeah. yeah, I just tear blast arrowed him. He lost both his front arms. Yeah, and then I just climbed. Let's like you said, I climbed up above. Yeah, shot arrows at him while he was trying to get to me. Then jumped down. Yeah, and then he have to run around the other side, and I just jump back up. Ah, uh, yeah. So I had had him caught in this kiting loop. Yeah, doing so much of that sort of kiting loop when it's yeah. available is really handy. Yeah. Get them behind a tree even can be effective at that. Yeah, uh, I need yeah. to get better at shooting my arrows quickly though. I'm I'm still terrible. That's probably part of the reason why I just do. Mostly melee because yeah, that's why I that's why I chose to go down the melee path because I knew I would be crap at shooting arrows and I am. I'm I, so many times I shoot to the left or the right. <laughs> yeah, I I just went um so yeah my, my skill points are all in the middle one except I didn't go for double or triple arrows because I'm like I'm not wasting three arrows on a missed shot which is more likely. Uh, so I skipped those two and did the other ones. I don't think I did the last melee one because it's not really... Plus 30% damage, which means you do 45%. I'm assuming you get plus 15 and plus 30. What's the bottom one? Is that what the bottom one is? Yeah, plus 30. Plus 15 damage and then plus 30 damage. So the first melee one is you're able to kill boss human bosses while stealthed, and then that branches off to plus 15% damage and plus 30% damage in melee attacks. So I've got all of them except the plus 30 melee attacks. Which tree? The first tree. Oh, the first tree. So there's melee stuff in the first tree. I didn't even look oh, the, at the first tree. Yeah, the second tree's got to tear your armor off. Yeah, tearing easier knockdowns. Yeah. And the last one is something else that I didn't feel was very relevant. I might go check out what's in that first one, though, and see what melee stuff is in there. It's all about killing the good. humans, unfortunately. All right. Okay, and then I went across and did the gathering ones yeah. and the cheaper making of armor, and now I've picked up some of the health ones. Yeah. So faster healing, I think. Next one has like a bigger pouch. Yeah. Because I'm definitely finding I'm going through my healing yeah. stuff. So having the pouch would be beneficial. Yeah. I like to take I like the skills at the moment. They feel relevant. Like getting that stealth, like getting the uh, slow motion buff was significant. Like, yeah. And well, my lure call has been significant. The amount of time that's why I haven't been having trouble in the field. Because you lure them to you, and you then you stealth one, kill and then them. You just yeah, stealth yeah. kill them all the time. So I'm not. I don't really have to do anything else other than it doesn't help you with that against. Humans. Doesn't help it doesn't you help when you got no. Well, it does help you against humans. You can lure the humans as well. Oh, they work as well. Do they? Yeah, yeah, and oh, stealth kill them too. Okay. But it doesn't help you in an area where there's nowhere to stealth. Yeah. yeah. Or when they already know where you are. Mm. Yeah. But a lot of the machines are dumb. The only ones that I have trouble with are sawtooth. Yeah. Once they find me, I have a real hard time. And they're hard to losing them again as yeah. well. Like if you're getting stuck, if you're getting stuck on the sawtooth on melee, and that's where you're having a lot of trouble, 
Agreed, because they are definitely the hardest ones to kill. Yeah. Even uh, scrappers are no problems. The saw bellows are hard to get close to them because they do that. Not the saw bellows, the fire bellows. Fire, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I've never tried to melee one of them yet. Bellow I have a backs. couple of times. It was mixed results. They've got an area of effect fire attack. Yeah. yeah and okay. it's hard to get out of it quick enough. Yeah. And without any, if I had some fire resistance, I could take a couple more hits and probably get them knocked yeah. down and then I'd probably be okay. But without that fire resist. Yeah. So now I'm really starting to look up those other pieces of armor and go, now I, which is great. I feel like there's a purpose to having multiple sets of yes. armor and switching between yeah, them. Yeah, you swap them around when one. you know what that Unlike the Witcher, which was just like. Yeah. What do you want to look like? Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. This is actually, I feel like having a set of corrupting armor, a set of fire, and probably ice would be, yeah, uh, definitely handy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which I, that was a nice change of pace. You don't see that too often. If yeah, and I like that the weapons are all useful. Like yeah, that rope caster made so much difference to that fight with that stealth guy. Yeah, he's stealth, so I couldn't see him, but I've rope casted him, so he can't get anywhere. And as soon as he knew he couldn't get anywhere, he just dropped his stealth. Yeah, and then I can't remember what I did. I think I fired fire arrows into him until I set him alight, and then he <laughs> panicked. So I ran in, knocked him on the ground, and critical hit killed him. Because mm. did you try and melee him? His tail doesn't insta kill. Well, it did to me anyway. If you no. try and melee him and he's not on the ground, his tail insta kills you. Yeah, right. He sweeps his tail around. Behind him in front. I don't think so. No, I think the situation, I got a couple of lucky shots off with the um, the high damage bow. Okay, yeah. Kind of thing. He was able to take him out that yeah, way. Yeah, so with the high damage bow, I'm struggling to work out what the hunter bow is for other than the fire arrows. I think it's good still for anything low level, any hunting. Because you can um, shoot much faster with it. And it's got, you, the cost, like you don't buy, you don't have to use wire yeah. to make an arrow. Yeah, okay. So I always roll with that one first because... If you get a stealth kill, you can mostly kill something straight away. Yeah. Um, and the watchers, if you get them in the eye, they're dead yep. one go. But you're right. Outside of that, it's not – at the moment, unless I get the next tier up of bow, it's pretty. It's, become, it's becoming less and less useful as it yeah. goes on. Yeah. But I don't want to – the thing is I don't want to use the high one, the high damage, because of those five wires every time. Yeah. Although I think – I've killed so many machines. I've got eight hundred wires or something. Oh well, you're just <laughs> running around killing everything, aren't yeah. you? Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So, yeah, I think I'm starting to pick them up passively. Yeah, through killing machines. So I'm getting more of them. It's not so bad anymore. At the start, it was bad. What I can't get a hold of at the moment are the the tear arrows. Um, have a canister. You need four of them. Yeah. To make one, I don't know yep. where they come from, but I've gotten zero left. Oh, okay. So they're like um. Super valuable. I'm like hoarding those at the moment. What are they from? I can't even remember what they're from now. Yeah, I think it, the game does tell you. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, you just need to look and it tells you what they're from. I get the feeling I got them from inside the cauldron or maybe from reward boxes. No, or so there's like Blaze, which is the fire, and there's Chill yep. Water, which is the freeze. There's what, the what shot canisters. The freeze, the freeze. I think it might. Is it the, the slingshot that was the freezing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And one of, the, one of the bows, one of the later on bows gets freezing, freezing arrows. arrows. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. I need to buy a um a slingshot apparently. And I think that that's an interesting me- just on that. I think that's yeah. an interesting mechanic that the bow you choose to use restricts you to what ammunition you can use. Rather than a bow can shoot any arrow. Yes. You've just got to make the ammunition to well, shoot. It the- makes sense. Like a high tensile arrow to shoot lots of power needs a bigger style of bow. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. You know, sense. like yeah, a lower yeah. gear arrow can be shot from a lower tier bow that's easy to shoot, so you shoot it faster. You're not yeah. taking someone to draw back on it. Yeah. I think that's really cool actually. Okay. I just you thought know, that was interesting. Yeah. Well, because I mean, I've got no access to freeze arrows at the moment. 
No, no. Because I haven't found I a bow that shoots freeze arrows. I have a, a slingshot. But yeah, the slingshot. Oh, I didn't buy this. I haven't bought a rattler. I only just. Rattler? That's the shotgun. Mm, right. I, I don't even know what that's like because I haven't bought it. Why? I hadn't bought the rope caster for ages and I didn't bother buying a sling at all because I didn't need one. But then I thought, oh, I was in the store and I had three and a half thousand metal shards. So <laughs> I thought I'll buy the sling. <laughs> oh, I thought that. Man, I like went through and sold everything out of my inventory to get the thousand shards required to buy that <laughs> piece of armor because I, I just didn't sell anything unless I needed it. Yeah. Um, but I went through and sold anything that was just like you can sell it for shards. I just sold off yeah. um, and kept all the pieces. I think I think though I sold the <laughs> – I needed to buy the – I wanted to buy this piece, but you need a, a luminous bright, a Shellwalker heart, and, and I you had one. The you, heart you can buy it back. You can't buy it back. Oh, okay. I didn't then because it, it wasn't in the buybacks, and it's the screen. Yeah. Right? So the buybacks last for the whole game, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So the stuff that I sold to the first merchant is still in my buyback list. Yeah, right. That's cool. Yeah. That's that's very that's very forgiving. Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird too because I sold it to that merchant, but yeah. this merchant's going to give it back. Well, to the me. merchants all have the same inventory. Yeah, it's very strange. Because if you go back to the beginning, does it have the same stuff as yeah, the later the, ones as well? So once you unlock at a certain level or No, no, the, mer- area, the merchants have the same gear inventory. in that area. So all the merchants in the same area have the same gear, yeah. But if you go back to a different area, they'll have less, the lesser tier gear Well, I, I'm guessing they'll only have the lesser tier gear. I haven't been back to the very beginning again. No, neither have I. I'm not really sure no. how it's supposed to. No. It kind of makes going to the vendors a little... Less interesting because very less interesting. You're not like gonna get yeah. you free. Oh, what have these guys got? Oh, same as the other guy yeah. had. Damn yeah. it, kind of thing. It was very exciting when I saw. Oh, it's got oh look purple armor. I'm definitely gonna buy that. Yeah. Oh, a thousand shards. Damn it. All right, when am I gonna selling. get new bows? No, he's got exactly the same, same bows, bows as the last again. guy I had. Damn. When am I gonna get new bow? No, he's got exactly the same bows as the last guy I had. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I think I'll get a slingshot though because I want to be able to take out those fire bellows easier. And if I can yes. just freeze them yeah. and then run up to them and just start wailing on them, yeah, that would be freeze them, stun them, then you. critical hit them. Beautiful. Or set their or set their back. I knew there must have been a canister a lot. Yeah, I. That's not easy to do though. It takes quite a few arrows to get into it before it blows up as well. Oh, does it? Okay. Well, like, well I haven't even tried. I just died and died and died and died and died. Yeah. And. Because I died so quickly, I couldn't really test anything out. Mm. And so I couldn't even see what my traps were doing. All I knew was that they were working because all the watches were dead. Yeah. And they kept blowing up and the fire bellow back had half his health missing. Yeah. But he still had all his canisters on his back and he was still... Yeah. And as soon as I stopped running away and tried to actually fight him, he would kill me in three or four seconds. And- yeah, I think mine was definitely... I was able to melee the um, the watches out of the way. That's easy enough. And then just uh, trip caster. Yeah, and I got his. I'm rubbish at using the tripcaster. It's got to practice that. That is yeah. such a great because you got to shoot one and then shoot the other. Mm. I'm good at shooting the first one, and then I get knocked over or killed or whatever before I get to shoot the other one. Right. I normally, I normally shoot one on the ground first, just wherever. Yeah, and then shoot it straight at them. It's really close to them as I can yeah. get it, so that I don't. No, I keep getting obsessed with drawing the bow all the way back. I know you don't have to with a trip caster, but no, I keep, just bang on the ground. Yeah, I keep getting stuck with drawing it all the way back, and that's why yeah. I keep dying. Yeah, yeah, but just definitely, just, yeah, just straight one down. Shoot, shoot. Yeah. So it's only basically I'm only kind of shooting one arrow yeah. at the ground rather than have to think of always oh, get yeah, so I need to put one over there yeah, and, and then, then one, one there. there. It's just one's there, and then shoot the other fine. one straight and at him. Just, well, yeah, yeah if, you hit, if you hit them, which I tend to do a lot, it doesn't do anything, doesn't attach to the oh. ground. So you have to oh. shoot in front of them, in just front inside of them. Of them. Okay. So having one anchored just means you've just got to focus and place one shot yeah, properly rather yeah. than try to place two. two. Yeah. 
feels like it's been a decent strategy. Yeah. And then as well, just if once someone once on the ground, just keep kiting them around until they yeah. eventually walk into it. They do seem to occasionally work out that it's there and want to walk around it kind of thing. Yeah. But I, I sort of just I move back the other direction so they go, oh, and then step into yeah. it and down I, you go. I had one very satisfying fight where I'd set up a blast trip across the road yeah, and then shot this guy with an arrow to get his attention and he's looking at me from the other side of the trip and he's just kind of taunting me he's like I'm really angry at you <laughs> I'm going come on go and find me uh, so I shot more arrows at him he still wouldn't run into it and no. then eventually he moved forward and blew himself up nice it was actually very fun I like that very satisfying stupid cultists yeah I like killing cultists. Yeah. It's a guilt-free kill of when you kill a cultist. Yeah, yeah. There's no more ambiguity there. You want to bring destruction to everyone, that's easy done. Boom. Oh, no, this was a machine that was doing it. Oh, a machine. It oh, was okay. a machine, yeah. Yeah, well, they're also... But I, I, was, I was anthropomorphizing a personality <laughs> onto, onto it. it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, the bandits. Mm. Killing the bandits is good. Run into a few roaming bands that I wasn't expecting. They kind of got me by surprise. Oh, uh, yeah. And when you run into... Hunting parties, banner. Yeah, hot cultist hunting parties. I've run into a, a banner hunting party. The guys that give you the better, better. Oh, bow. they're not cultists. They're just random other tribes. Yeah, well, no, they weren't hostile. They were just wandering around. Oh, no, hunting. these guys are hostile. They wanted to kill Yeah, no, so they were outlaws. Okay. Yeah, I found them as well. I found outlaws. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I found Bannocks and I found Nora Braves hunting. Right. The Nora Braves aren't too smart. When you watch them hunting charges, yeah, they're, they're, I'll just stand behind it while it's kicking its back legs. Oh, oh that hurt! Oh. They're not too smart. You got to go save them. This is one where you got to save. Well, them I did. No, you don't have to save them. I decided oh, okay. to save them, but they, they wouldn't. None of them react with you. The ones that don't fight you don't react with you at yeah. all. Oh, all right. I'm gonna just go back to my my story rant. Okay. Okay. Yep. You're talking about like these these organic events that happen, like oh, I saw this stealth guy and these things happened, and the you know the tripwire taunting the person. Yes. They're just organic things that happen in yeah. the game, right? And they're really fun. And what I find about this one, like the story stuff, has two instances where it's really made me mad. Yeah. Right? And one of them was with the um when you first meet the war chief and you're scrapping the the down. Oh yeah, know, yeah. The and the game takes away the control yeah. from you, which yeah. is. Rule number one, never take away control of the character. Yep. And you get charged by a sawtooth and she's lining up the shot ready to take it out. Yeah, like, yeah. You're an idiot. This is a sawtooth. You don't try to shoot it with one arrow. Yeah. But okay, it's yeah. story time. And then the, the hunting chief takes it out before it gets to you. Yeah. So I'm denied because I thought it was going to be was a, it was a sort like, oh, it snuck up on me. Okay, yeah, let's, go, yeah. let's go into the fight kind of thing. So no, yeah. I didn't get to fight it. No. I, my character was denied the chance to show off her skills yep. to the hunting chief that didn't think I was good enough to take out the sawtooth, then proceeded to let me take point on that very next um, yeah. mission. I'm like, what are you like? What is this? The other thing that also did the same sort of thing is that I came across abandoned camp. It was a it was a quest to clear yep. out abandoned camp, and I spent ages picking my way through this thing, taking out one guy, taking out yep. one guy, going through. I'm leaving loot behind because, you know, yep. I'm just focused. You know, focus on taking them all out. Take out the last guy. No, the second last guy. Yep. And all of a sudden, doom, Scrape cuts to black. Oh, it's all fixed now. Everyone's there. The Braves are all arrived. Everything's good to go. And the last guy is just no more, just disappeared. And I'm like, what was – the last arrow literally like hit – 
Yeah, yeah. It and it just happened. triggered this cutscene yeah. with nary a concern for me in my current like state of mind of like yeah. I'm stealthing and taking yeah. things out and then they're just like what what is player agency. Yeah. Not always just always keep player agency in the forefront of your gaming decisions. Please yeah. and thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Those two just more like And that bandit camp, that actually reminded me of something yeah. that your little focus that you've got Yes. Particularly in situations like that banding camp, you should be able to mark multiple, like, and even make that a skill that you can mark more of them with your focus. You should be able to mark them so you can see what you're doing and you're going around the camp. You can mark them all, though. No, you can only mark one of them. No, no, no. You put a little arrow over their head. Yeah. No, I'm talking about when you're in focus mode. Yeah. You get their little silhouette. Yes. You can do that. On them. Oh. So you, so can, you can see always... where they are. Oh, right. You're right, right, right. Yeah, and you can actually, yeah. instead of being locked to only being able to walk really slowly and retardedly while you've got it up, you can actually fight with it and you can, so you can actually plan stuff be better. too easy. I, mean, I found the arrows were good enough, to be honest. Just having the, knowing the, there was a guy there was enough for me to hone in on where they were, just bouncing quickly into focus to double check. But uh, like having the arrow there was enough. Yeah, okay. I, I just. You're more stealthy though, so I could see yeah. you're more advantageous. And you could really plan the whole attack. We made look at that band again. There's like twelve or thirteen of them. I mean, if you're putting a little arrow on the screen, then you're kind of breaking the idea that you have to be in focus mode to see anyway. Yeah. So why not just and say focus on this and tell me where they are and you can keep the silhouette there yeah. at all times, kind of thing. Yeah. So what happened for me with that is I got through about a quarter of them, and I looted someone, and because I looted them. It dropped out of stealth and someone saw me. Ah. But then I was just destroying them with my melee attacks anyway. Yeah, nice. And they were all running towards me and, and they got stuck in a doorway. And I <laughs> killed about six of them in the doorway, nice. which was very entertaining. Nice. But And then captives got free somehow and the captives were joining in the fight as well. See, I was killing everyone. I was going to go rescue well, the captives. Well, that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to sneak around to rescue the captives, but I couldn't see how I was supposed to do it. Well, I don't think you're supposed to. I think when you kill everyone, it just cut, goes and yeah, cuts okay. into I don't even get the satisfaction of rescuing, rescuing the, the people. Captives. They just auto-magically rescued. Yeah, well, I thought they were going to be killed. Well, I thought I'd so too. Because I raised my alarm. Ah, yeah. Well, I thought that. I, that's that's why I stealthed in. Yeah. Because I thought if I raise the alarm, they're the first ones the to captives. go. Yeah. So, so yeah. it's like, I don't... It was a little bit frustrating, that first bandit camp. It was good. I enjoyed it, but at the same I, time, look, I, I thought if this is a true st- stealth game, yeah. there will be a couple of other options that this game doesn't have yeah. to let you do this much better. Yeah. Like if you've got okay. just the rocks to distract people. I never use the rocks. No, but you can, can yeah. reuse the rocks and get yeah, them to go no, away from you and then smart. you backstab them. Yeah, yeah. But if you do that and you didn't notice that that guy over there is looking at you, yeah. you backstab him and now that guy raises the alarm. Yeah. Whereas if you could silhouette them all, you can go, oh, that's right, there's a guy there. Because yep. proper stealth games have their vision arcs and stuff like that. Yep. So you can really plan mm. what you want to do. So, mm. But that's not enough to drop mm. it down in the rating for me. But this stupid no, just, fire pillar back in the cauldron at like, level eight is enough. Yeah. That was a really bad that design was, decision. Really stupid design decision. I think it... It's just an empty arena. Like, no, there's no cover. Nothing to hide behind at all from no. anything. You just yeah. Yeah. open arena, like, yeah. go for it kind of and thing. And I don't find the combat entertaining in that situation where you're just rolling away from it and trying to get lucky killing it. It's a bit too much. 
Yeah. I like having a couple of trees around so I can sort of hide behind a tree. Yeah, and at least take a moment to readjust your camera angle or something. Make sure you're good, you know. And if it had been a sawtooth or two sawtooths, I wouldn't have been so upset because I'd already fought them. I've been told how to fight them. Yeah. But it's the first time I'd ever tried to fight one of these things. I knew I'd seen them before. I'd the never even seen them before. I was yeah. like, this is completely new. Yeah, Here I think go. that was a bad – that yeah. in itself is a bad – and the long leg in the ambush. I'd never seen the long legs before either, so I had just a, no idea how to fight that. That wasn't – I didn't have too much trouble, but that might have been more of a fluke than actually. Yeah, I anything. killed it just by – I don't even know how I killed it. It just died. I don't even know what I did to kill it. Yeah, you have other braves around helping yeah. take it out and yeah. stuff. So, uh, yeah. Uh, that, that player agency stuff, though, man, I really – yeah, that's as bad as the like well, that, the, the ambush and you're gunning them all down, but no, you can't loot them now because we're uh, yeah cutting to a different cutscene. Cut you know, and like the the sawtooth thing really reminded me of like Mass Effect, where like the bad guy is running away and you're in a cutscene, and apparently Shepard now can't shoot for shit and misses every yeah, shot. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh, this is not cool. I don't yeah. like that at all. Yeah. And yeah. you're know, like, hey, uh, I think I'm still spoiled. But my favorite game of all time is Half Life Two, and they never take you out of Half Life Two. You are you are Gordon Freeman, Gordon Freeman. You're Gordon Freeman to the end. And that's yeah. just it, you know. And I love that. Love just being in it and there. Another reason I like Fallout seventy six. You're in the character, and that's it. There's no cutscenes. You got to tell a story. You tell it there. I mean, it's a different game and different. Uh, things, apparently, you know, saying, you're you know. in the minority as well. Of what? Fallout 76 likers. Oh, yeah, I know. Apparently, oh, there's mostly Fallout so 76 haters. Hate. Oh, my God. So much. Yeah, lots of Yeah, hate. like, and, you know, like, I don't think, I think most of it is justified. Like, what, what cracks me up is, um, <laughs> the one that cracks me up is the, the Bethesda releasing a buggy game. And I'm, I feel like saying, like, oh, yeah, yeah. that Morrowind, oh, that was no. a terrible game with so many bugs <laughs> when it came out. Luckily, yeah. people boycotted them after that. Oh, but there was Oblivion, yeah. which was, that was had totally. lots of bugs in that. Then yeah. there was. Oh, everyone keeps talking about Fallout New Vegas and how that's the best Fallout game ever. That wasn't totally, literally unplayable at launch, was it? And everyone would have boycotted them because of that. I'm like, this company's been doing this for the past yeah. 20 years. They've got a proven track record of releasing like, buggy why games. Why did you expect anything? And then, yeah. like, my uh, my mate Josh, he's like, he's he's the one who drove us to buy it because he was like, I'm going to buy it regardless. He's like, I, every time I play one of these games, I play it at the start when it's the most buggy. Yeah, and yeah. I never come back yeah. and play it once they yeah. fix everything kind of yeah. thing. Um, I'm like, that's just... It's not right. I don't don't contone it by any stretch of the imagination, but like. But you know what you're getting into with that company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and the, the stuff with like the the bag is just false advertising. They should be fined a million dollars for that, or however much it is. You know, did you hear about that? No. The collector's edition bag was advertised as being a ca- canvas bag for your little head helmet thing, and they get uh, a nylon bag instead. Oh, so it's just straight up and down false advertising. Yeah, and then they, and then some poor, some poor service desk person, um, put, sent the worst worded email. So basically, the, the service desk person went to their manager and said, "The person asking about the nylon bag is not canvas." Yeah, and the manager said, "Yeah, look, we've looked into it. We're not going to do anything about it." Right. Oh, so he went the, back and said, he that. said that. Exactly. Yeah, he that's word it. He that's said, actually the manager's fault, yeah, not the service desk yeah, person's fault. Like, that's just it's such a bad, ah, so bad. Like, could you make could you take a dumpster fire and then just pour gasoline on yeah, it further? Yeah. Well, they did that because they <laughs> they made a bug in their ticket support system and they started sending people's ticket emails to just random players. <laughs> this guy on Reddit just posted like, hey. I know all about all your personal details, uh, your address, your canvas bag, your proof of purchase, uh, and just it's so been that, sent to me. I mean, that's that's a GDPR 
violation, which is the yeah, European yeah. privacy thing. That's yeah. like the max fine for that is four percent of global turnover. That's a huge, huge problem. I mean, that's all. But there's the corporate. There's not like Battlecry Studios who are making Fallout seventy six. But man, they have the worst week in the world. Fully deserved worst week in the world. Oh my god. Yeah. But like. So, you don't say we're giving you a canvas bag and then give you a nylon bag. I mean, they couldn't source they couldn't source canvas like canvas is some rare material. Then don't say we're giving you a canvas bag or give everybody a full refund. Yeah, and say we'll give you just a copy of the game if you yeah. want that. I mean, now if you send them a proof of purchase, they're going to send you the canvas bag, and it's like it's too it's late. It's too late. Bad PR, bad, yeah. bad public, just badly handled yeah. all the way around. Yeah, my god. I mean, it's not the first time I've seen. Um, uh, collector's editions not coming through with the goods. Yeah. I'm sure there's other examples of this happening yeah. before. Like, get on point, people. Even like after it was revealed, they still have the advertising saying "canvas bag." Yeah. Like, okay. What are you doing? I mean, these are the these are the most loyal fans who are buying like the two hundred dollar yeah, package. Yeah, like, don't. Yeah, you, we're just shit all over them. <laughs> but like, to like real concerns about the game, it certainly runs like garbage. Okay. Like performance wise, yeah, like shouldn't. I think that's the biggest complaint people are having. Yeah, and server disconnects. Yeah, server disconnects and the performance is terrible. Rather I than think, it's buggy. Yeah, you know, and it looks like Fallout Four, which is not. That's no, not a bad thing. It's not great, no. but we played another game just recently, a new one that's coming out, and it um, definitely looks better than this. That's for sure. For something that's like a modern yeah. game, and so it really puts the stark contrast on how old it looks. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, so. I mean, they're, they're very real concerns. And then, like, they're, I think they're fully legitimate ones. And I think maybe the third one is, like, they charge too much for an early access game. Yeah. I think that's also yeah. a fairly legitimate complaint, I think, as well. So, aside from that, I think exploration is on point. I still love exploring. I still haven't explored everything because I'm still savoring yeah. the new places to go to because yeah. it's just so good. Uh, like, the end game nuking of places needs to be... Improved. more robust right because it's just the same thing kind of thing like it's not okay i think if you nuked certain biomes you should get different results to kind yeah of, yeah to encourage you to experiment a bit yeah more. so like i think it's got good bones yeah if they can fix performance if, if they can fix the performance which i'm not convinced they can <laughs> engine, and they can stop the service from crashing because it seems to be like just um like when you nuke something you start killing all these creatures and you leave loot lying around because you're yeah. just over encumbered you don't want that loot so you yeah. know with all these meat piles yeah. just everywhere and the whole thing's you got everyone in the one spot and yeah. it just starts to really you can just see the server bogging down but how could they not have worked that out in the game design phase go back to where I talked about Bethesda releasing buggy games that are terrible and that's where I think you'll find your answer is but somewhere it's in that not even the game's not even been written yet this is designing the game We'll make a very small area where everything's dead and every player's going to want to go to. Yeah. How can you not say, hang on, how's that going to work in the processing and the graphical processing? Surely someone at some Mm. point should have mentioned that. I don't. I. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, I think uh, they increased the stash limit to 600, which is much improved. That really helps you get enough to keep enough normal loot that you want to keep just for your building and repair yeah. stuff okay to sell the rest as well as put a few other bits and pieces in Aside. there so yeah. it's 800 would be like stacks yeah. of space i think but like 600 definitely removes a lot of the pressure on that 
Um, I love all the. All, I, I don't have a problem with all the holotapes. And like, if you got, if you don't like listening to holotapes, you don't, don't like reading to things. Then yeah. you don't have to do it, and don't expect any story to come yeah. from. But all that, all the voice acting is on point. All the stories for what they are all seem coherent. Fallout Four, good stuff. Like the same people who wrote Fallout Four, I felt wrote this. Yeah. So all those little, although Fallout Four's overall narrative maybe wasn't so great, I think all the personal stories and things yeah. that went into it were all really good. So. Got all that stuff on it. I wouldn't recommend anyone buy this unless you are mad keen for the exploration. Yeah. If you love that exploration as much as I did, yeah. then you will you definitely this enjoy this so much. Yeah. Um, but you're gonna be able to put up with the the performance and the disconnects and stuff. Like yeah. it's just I think as well, like one other thing that Battlecry actually did that was really wrong was they um had uh, a patch come out with the stash limit and they didn't put in nerfs in the patch notes. Ah. Oh. So they, they they nerf stuff without telling people. Yeah, they uh, so you have these workshop extractors and they pull out resources out of the ground. Yep. And I think what was supposed to happen was the gold and silver ones, maybe another one, were supposed to pull out ore that you would refine into scrap, but they yeah. were just stucking out straight scrap oh, out of the ground. Okay. Yep. So it went from being scrap to, to ore. Yep. So the change itself is not bad. Yep. The problem is they didn't put it in the patch notes and so yep. you break trust with the community. Yeah. And if you're going to release an early access game, and that's what I'm going to call it. Because it is. is yeah. You need to be communicating with your audience so that they feel they're involved in the process. Because yeah, part of that is it. I get to contribute to yeah. it as it goes forward. So not having clear patch notes was a breach of trust. Yeah. And that's a breach not with the corporate, but with the people who are making the game. And then yeah. sort of addressed that in the patch notes. said, here are the updated fully, you know, yeah. with all the bits. Here's everything. Here's, here's everything. We're going to be more. So we'll Transparent. See. Um, that wasn't the problem with that. The second problem with that thing is that workshops weren't particularly great to grab anyway. Right. So now you've yeah. sort of made it. Now less, you got even less reason to do yeah, it. Yeah, because you 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 put all this stuff in. You put the extractors down, and you put your turrets, and you know whatever else, and then disconnected, and it's lost. Yeah. And you're like, well, why did I bother doing all that? You know, now I've got to go back. Hopefully, it's still available. Yeah. Someone hasn't got it, and then retake it again. I mean, the good thing is that someone else will come along. Hopefully find that workshop, go, it's unclaimed, it's already set up, and they'll just walk in, claim it, and just start producing straight away. Yeah. So that's really cool. I do like going and checking the workshops to see if I can get one that's already been set up and yeah. just take it over and after I just get all the benefit with none of the cost. <laughs> you know, but you got to babysit it because it gets events, that it gets attacked sort of thing, and and they, t- you know, anyway, like it, it, it's, it's got a lot of potential. To it, if they can just reach a patch every month for the next eight months, then you know, in a year's time, it'll be worth. It'll be worth playing, yeah. And that's early access. Yeah, that is one. And early I have ac- no. Problem that is the definition of early, early access. access yeah, isn't like it? I yeah. have no problem with early access games because I think it's just call them early access. Yeah, because some of the bugs are fun. You know, like yeah. the the alien bug that makes you look like an alien. That I st- I'll never forget the moment <laughs> that at, we first saw it, and Josh is just like. What the hell? You look so weird. You're naked. What's going on? And like, and someone else coming in the corner is like, "You oh. look like an alien. What the hell?" You know, it's like great organic moments kind oh, yeah. of thing. Like that's all, all super fun. Uh, yeah. So still checking along with Fallout seventy six, putting up with the disconnects and stuff. Um, and have you heard about the new one? Uh, the which- outer. I want to say the yeah. outer limits, but it's not, I'm sure it's not called that. This is okay. This is interesting, right? Because always hate Fallout seventy six, right? Yeah. Obsidian, who made Fallout New Vegas, yeah. releases their version of, of Fallout, Fallout, and everyone is just on the hype train. Oh, they are just 
like Obsidian can do no wrong, apparently. They are the best developer you've ever seen. Oh, my God. Let's not forget that Pillars of Eternity had a terrible story and wasn't very interesting. Let's not forget that Nacho Republic 2 came out half-finished and broken. Let's not forget that... Yeah. Uh, um, oh, I had another one as well that had major and using as well. and, and actually Knights of the Old Republic 2 used a prototype interface that Knights of the Old Republic 1 ditched because it was ugly and didn't work properly yeah. let's not forget like, that as well you know as if I'm like Obsidian aren't bad like don't get me wrong I, I, I like you know, the games they do stuff. are good. But yeah. don't pretend that they're somehow no. like high and mighty bastion yeah. better than that Bethesda who ripped us off they're not like Six, you know like come on or, or strategic simulations in, in, incorporated Jesus. Their old game. Their yeah, old yeah. game companies that don't exist anymore. Micropro- what did they make? What was their big one? Uh, Master of Magic was oh, Microprose's right. big one. Yeah. yeah, I never played that. And SSI did all the gold box D&D games. Yeah, God. And Panzer General. Good stuff. And all the Panzer General derivatives. Oh, yeah, so... Isn't it a funny play? Like, gaming stuff is so... Yeah. The subreddit's been hilarious. Like, the Fallout subreddit is just a dumpster fire. They they hate this game. Uh. It's a passion. You would believe. Anyway, like, you know, people are posting there, at least. They're not fans. Yeah, you know, we talked about there's good reasons and maybe some bad reasons for that much hate. But the Fallout 76 sub keeps going from this, um, you know... It's stuck in the position like I am right now, right? I enjoyed this game, but it has flaws. How yeah. do you get that across at like, I can enjoy it, that's okay. You can hate it, that's, okay. that's okay. I'm too. not wrong for liking it. And you're not wrong, wrong for, for hating, hating it. it. But at the same time, you don't need to see post after post of hating it because you're like, I know what your complaints are. They've been, yeah, and they're you're valid. not adding anything new you're to the conversation. The same thing. So like, where's the point? So then it becomes this, you get posts about how like, oh, everyone's hating on it. And then oh, everyone just keeps whitewashing it and saying it's the best thing ever when yeah. it's not. And it, you know, it's just exhausting, man. Yeah. I just want to like see posts about new things people have discovered and stuff. My favorite variant is this, is the Fallout 76 settlements, which are people's camp that they've made. Okay. And just all the different designs people are coming up with and stuff has been really good because um, I'm definitely enjoying the building of the camps. It's super frustrating. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The building system is, is better than Fallout 4, but it's, but it's still no, bad. It's, you know, however... Making the camps uh, is fun. Making camps are fun. And, you know, having people come to your camp and check it out and go, oh, you've done this now and, you know, all that's still really enjoyable and whatnot. Ah, oh, it's funny. And the mm. Anthem closed alpha forum yes. is very similar to the one. Oh, I haven't read anything in the forum yet. So, so there's one post saying, oh, really pleasantly surprised and it's got 23 replies and there's one post saying, this is shit and there's 46 replies and the next post saying, oh, this, I'm quite excited about this game now and there's 102 replies and yeah. then, what the hell is this crap? It's just Destiny 2 but worse. Oh, And the forum is quite interesting. It's just flip-flopping as you go down the forum post. Yeah, right. It's quite amusing. That- and there's not a lot of actual uh, discussion about uh, anything. Yeah, it gets into this. What I find interesting is how anyone can say they hate it based on what you've seen because you really haven't seen. Oh no, that yeah, much. just like, was why? designed to cry and make the service crash. Yeah, I mean, and then they intentionally crashed some of the servers just to see what would happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's all good stuff. You yeah, know. but yeah. So the forum. It's just interesting. It's like, just how interesting how similar it was to what you said yeah, about the Fallout yeah. seventy six forum looked like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you'd compare it to Destiny two when you don't know how the gearing's going to work because that's such an important factor of it. Yeah. Because they had all that stuff all, all closed off, you know. Yeah, on purpose. Uh, yeah. yeah, fascinating. I guess you go and have a read. Make myself angry. 
Oh, I was amused. I was amused. amused? Yeah. yeah, I was amused. I no, didn't. Well, I, I didn't read very much. I don't really but... care that much whether it's good or bad. Four seventy six. Yeah. It always, you know, it, it, it's. I, I get where people come from. It's hard when you're enjoying something to have someone sit there diss and just it. diss it yeah. constantly. You're like, I've watched some videos and they've been really hard to watch because you like people have played like four hours of it and are making all these judgments about how it works and you're like you're complaining about exactly the thing about how it's supposed to work. Uh, I've got Why a, are you I got a great story like, about that. Yeah. Did you ever hear of a game called Blood Omen Legacy of Cain? I've heard of that. I haven't played it. Yeah, so we had it at the video store. Oh yeah. Uh, on Super Nintendo I think it was or something. <laughs> and the first first start at the start of the game you get into a bar fight and you basically get killed in the uh, bar fight. Yes. There's no way to win the fight. You are yep. supposed to die in the bar fight. And so many people would bring it back saying, that first fight's ridiculous. I, I want to change this game for another game. Oh, no way. They didn't realize that you're actually supposed to die Ooh. in the bar fight for the narrative of the game. That's amazing. I would But ne- they just keep reloading and try again and try again until they could win the fight. And they could never win the fight because you're supposed to die. That's an amazing blunder by the uh, developer, isn't it? To like create a game where people don't understand that it's supposed to happen. It's always risky when you when you kill off a character like that because they're yeah. to do it. Well, that's because you, on, you not- become a vampire. So you have, have to, to die, die to become a vampire. They must have like, do you reckon maybe they didn't make it as if it was a flashback at the start? Like it's not a flashback. It's how the game starts. starts. I think people were just going skip, 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 skip and not reading was. what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, there was story. In- but yeah, you get killed. Uh, oh. By I think you get killed by thugs and the vampire yeah. comes along and vampires you and yep. then the actual story starts because it's all about you as a vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not you as a boring old human. No. But if you remember the story, yeah, I guess because there probably would be some. Oh, I, there were some games that I skipped a whole lot through because oh, I yeah, couldn't be definitely. bothered reading it all. So. Well, some, skip, some skip, games. skip. Let's get to the next fight. Oh, that's the other thing I should yeah. say about Horizon. Yes, yeah, so we com- kind of got derailed there, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, my complaint. Mm. Well, it wasn't really a complaint. My comment from last week that I played for so long without getting any experience points. That has gone away. Ah, yep. I mean, I'm finding it very hard not to get experience points now because everything I'm doing is completing stuff. So yep. I think I just got into that magic zone in the game where they want to open the world up so they give you all these different things to do that have yep. got bouncing ball quests to open mm-hmm. up more in the game. And yep. I, I could play for so long without leveling up, whereas now I'm, yeah, I'm finishing stuff off and, yeah. Yep. Yep. So that I wasn't really a complaint. Last episode. No, it's just like you don't know whether this is going to be what the game yeah. is like, or if yeah. it's just a. But uh, no, I haven't experienced it again, so yeah, it was cool. just a. Yeah, I've been getting levels pretty pretty quickly. I mean, on that, I'm decided that I'm not a huge fan of this whole save up three points to put something into a skill. No, I know. I'm running around with two really empty points. Don't and, like that. And you don't know whether the skill is worth getting. And uh, is there any way to reset your skill points? I haven't found if there's any way to reset your skill points. So. I have not seen or read yeah, anything I, about I, it. I also don't like the system because I remember Diablo 2 yeah. and Knights of the Old Republic 1. Yeah. I ran around with so many unspent skill points, in particularly Knights of the Old Republic because you become a Jedi. Spoilers, it's like a 23-year-old game or whatever. <laughs> If you don't spend any of your skill points while you're not a Jedi, you can spend all of your skill points on all your Jedi abilities. Yeah, right. So I did the whole first third of the game with, on level, with having spent one skill point that you're forced to spend yep. at level one. Excellent. And then suddenly, as soon as I became a Jedi, I had like five fully powered Jedi powers. Yeah, nice. That's so smart. Yeah, and I did the same thing with Diablo, which you didn't put them in the early trees. Yeah. You saved them all up and put them in the end of the tree. tree. 
So that's kind of a silly design. It's a silly it? design. Yeah, you should yeah. get one skill point per level. The, like Fallout, you get one talent point. You put in your talent. Yep. 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 Yeah. So like, uh, I would prefer it if they if you if they want to have like a three point ability. Make it take three points, so you put in one, two, three points, yeah. and like yeah. kind of like what uh, Borderlands does, and level you have it up. like a certain amount of points in a tree to open, unlock the next tier, yeah. and you can yeah. kind of like do it that way. So That's you get a benefit so straight away, but well, in order to get the there full with benefit, like waiting three levels to put something in, and then it's yeah. gone. Now it's gonna be another three levels. Well, and particularly that three star ability, three skill ability that gives you fifteen percent damage. Yeah, one skill five percent damage, two skill ten percent damage, three skill fifteen percent damage. Done. And then you can even put four, five, and six to get the thirty percent damage. Yeah, totally. No brainer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That bothered me. I've run around with spare skill points for so much of the game and died multiple times. I might add. Yeah. And at first, I was worried that the game doesn't want you to die. But as I've died so much, it's very clear that that game actually intends you to die all the time. Yeah, yeah. I've died a lot more recently because it's very, it's very good at having very regular autosave points. So they actually yeah. they do actually expect you to die a lot playing the game, which is I suppose they good. are pretty. I don't. Um, yeah, I, I I very rarely lost a whole lot of progress. Very no, very rarely. I just yeah. I I just don't. Um, I like to, be able to just save it wherever I want to save it, not have to then go back. Yes, to I something. I agree. Particularly, I'm happy to make the sacrifice on like a multiplayer game where you can't save, but for At a single all. player, I yeah, really just be able feel to save like anywhere. Save wherever I want. I don't. Yeah. It's okay because I can just quick travel back to one of the, the, the campfires. Camp, and I've got yeah. plenty of travel kits and I haven't made any of them and I've got like 13 of them. Yeah. So there's no problem there. But I'm just, I don't know, um, personal preference. and not, yeah. not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just, yeah. No, I don't like not being able to save anyway because then you got to go and help someone do something and you can't instantly save. Yeah. Do you leave your like, PlayStation running for six hours while you go and do that thing? <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's the problem, isn't it? When someone needs to do something, you need to stop right now. Yeah. I think you can pause cutscenes, though. Oh, can you? I think so. I haven't tried. I think I tried and Oh, that'd be good. That. Yeah, which is That's my other hate because as soon as someone comes into the room, it's always in the middle of a cutscene. 100% of the time. Yeah. Every yep. doesn't matter what doesn't matter what game I'm playing. Yep. If it's like Rainbow Six Siege, I'll be sitting for like ten minutes while we go through the end of game match stuff, queue up yep. a new match or whatever. The minute the woo, teams three three three, Yana walks right in the door and asks me something. I'm like, uh, had to be right. Now. I just you had literally to, just uh, entered. Like I had my, had all the the time we got to pick our characters yeah. and everything. The literal yeah. the moment I actually have to start playing for the next four minutes yeah. is when you come in. Of yeah. course, you know. Uh, she's ever suffering and and oh, waits and stuff like that. She but, suffers know, for your art. She does. She does. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, why is that? <laughs> every time, you know, every time. Uh, yeah. It's just the way it goes. So it's like, isn't it? All right. Well, more life until next time. Until next time. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.